Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. 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 We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters we're not listening to Buffy Sisters Radio Show. We're not listening to Buffy Sisters Radio Show. We're not listening to Buffy Sisters. Hello, 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 and welcome to Wealthy Sisters Radio. It's brought to you by the best CEOs and the Wealthy Sisters Media. Our mission is to proudly promote positive people, and we are truly champions of business ownership. Wealthy Sisters Radio believes in connecting businesses with people, stories, and music, and our purpose is twofold. First, we love to provide you with inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge that you can apply right now and have that positive impact on your business and life. And second, to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters and brothers for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are broadcasting live here on the Blog Talk Network. That's right, Blog Talk Radio Network. And you can catch this show and all of our other fantastic shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's Wealthy Sisters, S-I-S-T-A-S, radio.com. And today happens to be Tuesday, another great Tuesday, May 16, 2017. Uh, I believe it's my nephew's birthday. Got a shout out to my nephew, Delon, as well. And, you know, we are back here, uh, always here, every week, Tuesday at the same time, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we appreciate you for spreading the word. Matter of fact, you want to call everybody right now. You want to tell them <laughs> they want to dial into today's show for sure because, you know, we're giving away those three-day, two-night, getaways. We've got some fantastic treats. And also, guys, when I talk about the information that we're going to talk about today, I mean, last week was phenomenal, right, with our special guest, Douglas Aze uh, with Largo Financial. And you have to go back and listen to that show. I mean, he talked about some stuff that uh, literally, you know, only the wealthy really know about. Um, there's, there's two types of information, right? The ones that the regular people know and the ones that the wealthy people know. <laughs> How basic can I break that down, right? And he talked about those um, um, definite facts that a lot of wealthy people know how they operate, how they do business, how they set up their corporations, um, how they leave money uh, for their inheritance for their children's children, how it is structured uh, to do so, how you can literally reduce your taxable income, all of that. You definitely want to tune into that show. Uh, and our first show back after our hiatus with my sister, uh, Miss Odessa Hopkins, uh, talking about that income shifting 
have literally changed that mindset because we know it's a mindset shift um, because we're taught here uh, in this country how to be employees. So we have that mindset shift, those keys, um, fundamentals that we need to have in place in order to shift from that employee mindset to a business owner mindset. So those are two powerful shows, right? But today... (laughs) You know I'm not going to hold back from it for you at all. You know I got the best of the best. Today's show, I'm telling you, is going to be spectacular. I saw this lady. As a matter of fact, uh, her reputation preceded her, but I had the opportunity to hear her speak about two, three years ago maybe, and uh, she is literally powerful. Not powerful because she knows all the right cliche buzzwords. She she doesn't get you excited to try to, you know, just put some hot buzz trigger <laughs> words, motivation words out there. No, this sister is living it, and you could feel it. You could hear her knowing what she's talking about, her experience, her life. So I'm telling you, today's show, yes, uh-huh, you want to grab pen and paper. You want to listen to this show again, again. Matter of fact, you can catch this show and all of our other shows at WealthySistersRadio.com. Also, you know we're on iTunes. Yeah, you can subscribe to us there on iTunes as well. But our very special today is none other than Ms. Twyla Garrett. She is a serial entrepreneur. She's a motivational speaker and, trust me, a very compelling author. Ms. Garrett has opened up several, let me say that again, several successful businesses and also has learned from so many of her biggest business failures. So I'm telling you today, guys, today we are going to be talking about how you can create those, successfully create those multiple streams of income. So I need for you right now to call everybody, text them, tell them to dial 929-477-1798, or they can simply go to WealthySistersRadio.com to listen in live right now. Uh, We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, I have the privilege of introducing to you our very special guest today, none other than Ms. Twyla Garrett. Stay tuned. We'll be right back, I promise, after this short commercial break. You are definitely tuned in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters with Deborah Hartnett. full body cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The full body cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com. Queen Anita Empire Online features luxurious African handmade healthy skin and body care products. From enhancing all-natural soaps, hair growth stimulating shampoos, to delicious healthy drinks, great for arthritis, We have an extensive inventory of more than 450 items to begin your natural journey to wellness. Visit QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. That's QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. Remember, QueenAnitaEmpireInc.com. This is a journey into sound.
This is a journey into sound. A journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value. I throw this switch. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume. things that can really, really help, uh, inspire, and encourage. And one of the things 
things I have found. Um, our audience really identifies with learning your background. I'd like to say, what were all those ingredients that we see um, that has just really manifested into that amazing recipe that we see in your life today? So if you don't mind, just share with us briefly where you grew up and how you got started on this amazing journey of yours today. Sure. Sure, and you know I grew up. I'm a I'm a home girl from Cleveland, Ohio. Go Cavs! I know we about to play the Celtics. So um, I'm <laughs> Cleveland born, Cleveland born and bred. And the one thing most people don't know about me is that I literally was on welfare to the age of 19. And I grew mm-hmm. up in the inner city. I was taken away from my mom at the age of 14. I was blessed to go to my dad, who I really didn't know, had no relationship with at 14. And one of the things he did is install some amazing things as far as God and principles inside of me. And as I moved through my mm-hmm. journey, I was blessed to go to a college called Ursuline, an all-girl Catholic college, and I wasn't religious. I knew nothing about Catholicism, but it was a great stepping stone to my life and my career. And I ended up as an accountant coming out of college, got my master's in international and organizational management, and pursued a Ph.D. in Homeland Security, working on that now. And I I knew when I went to college, actually before college, I kind of knew that I had got bitten with this entrepreneurial bug. When you're poor, Mm -hmm. you see everything around you, and you think that's how everybody lives. And one of the things that Mm -hmm. was my journey to know that I could do better, and this is a weird thing, was the product of the busing system. Being segregated in Cleveland, we had to get on a bus and go past this nice white neighborhood with the nice garages and the nice trees and the single homes. We didn't live like that. We either lived in two-family homes or project kind of environments, uh, gunshots and things of that nature. So that journey, every time I got on that school bus, I made a way to the window seat. And that window seat Mm -hmm. was the window for blessings for me because I saw that other people lived differently, and I put a mental Mm -hmm. note in my head at the age of 10, 11, 12 that I'm not going to live with rats and roaches all of my life, which I was accustomed to. And so mm-hmm. um, it gave me that inspiration to think, okay, even though I was in an abused childhood, uh, school was one of my outlets. And that's why I tell a lot of people, you follow what you do well and you latch on to it. Don't go out and do something for money because money will come to you if you do what you do best. And that's what people don't understand. They don't wait for that blessing. But what I did best was that I was good in school. I was a good kid, even though the product around me was horrible. I was a decent school kid, and and people took some interest in me. Teachers took interest in me. I got involved with programs, even though I couldn't afford them. I kind of hustled in the background and got some money. Uh, Literally, I went to H&R Block Tax School at 16. I was doing tax at the age of 16, and they thought I was 18. I went and applied at Xerox as an accounting clerk after school, and they thought I was a graduate. I was still in high school, and they paid me to do that work <laughs> until they found out what was going on. So in my mind, I knew that I had a hustle and a drive, and I fed on it. Mm-hmm. Until my father thought I was selling drugs. He's like, where are you getting all this money from? And I was like, yeah, this is it. He's like, no, no, we money from And I had to literally tell him, well, I got a job. He goes, how do you have a job and you going to school full time? Well, I did. I got off a bus at 3.30, got to work at 4.30, and worked from 4.30 to 11 and took the bus home. And I had a job. Wow. And, so, you know, it's all about your hustle. It's really all mm-hmm. about making sure, you know, your master plan, I love when you play the song, it truly should be a design of your passion 
what you like, your interests, and whether or not those interests are going to manifest to something that's sustainable. And if not, then you turn it into a hobby, but then you get your other hustle on that's going to make you some money. So it's all mm-hmm. about making sure you blend that balance of what's going to make you fulfilled. Because if you go to a job you hate, you're not going to be happy. You're just going to bitch and moan right. and complain every day. And then you're going to be right. mad when somebody else and Sally gets the new position and you didn't get it. No, create. you got to create your own opportunity all the time. Wow. Well, I tell you, you I told y'all she's a fireball. You ready to get ready to get ready. I thought they came right fast enough. You're going to have to listen to this show again. You're going to have to listen again and again and well, again, look, right? I would even come back and do a workshop for you guys. I would love to host oh. kind of a three- or four-part workshop that can give yeah. people what's just some fundamental blessings of what I can bestow on them. I've been through it, good, bad, or indifferent, yeah. through the journey. Right. I mean, I, right. I am not disappointed in any part of my journey. And the thing is, I've accepted it. it, I learned from it, and then I tweak what I need to do to make the next part of my life and my next business or my next venture successful. You know what? You you, you, you have said so much uh, in, the, in these first few moments here, and I, I, I definitely want to come back to what you said about what you've learned from everything. Um, but let, I, I just... That that vision, um, what you talked about, is so important, you know, that view, how you were able to make sure you had the window seat so that you could see something else. How important is having the ability to see uh, beyond what your current circumstances are or what your surroundings are? You know, how important is, uh, uh, is that to us as business owners um, oh, and, and, and visualizing critical. the business? Mm-hmm. It's critical mm-hmm. because, you know, everybody evolves. A business will evolve. Your child mm-hmm. evolves. You evolve. And what you are passionate mm-hmm. about now might evolve into something totally different. And if you're not looking at that vision, you know, I always look at three years, five years, one month, mm-hmm. two months, three years, five years. Mm-hmm. That's my plan because everything changes. And when you're in a society that we are in right now where technology slips over every three months now, it used to be six months, right. Even to this day, 
There's not any mode of transportation I take that I'm not in a window seat. I always right. ask for that window seat because it gives me a, the opportunity to reflect. It gives me the opportunity to see what else is different. And it also makes me want to understand how people and lives and how I'm changing. You know, at some point, right. you know, I think one of the things in our sister community we don't do well is meditate. And I've learned this over the last probably five to six years. I remember one of my um, colleagues said to me, "Have Twilight, do you meditate? you got so much going on. You don't have, you don't drink coffee, you don't tea, you don't do none of that. So how do you keep this energy? And I, and I had to really think and say, you know what, this is God's gift. I, I don't know why mm-hmm. I got this much energy. And it literally is this much until midnight, and then it shuts off. Mm-hmm. And it starts mm-hmm. right back up. But one of the things that I found out when I started honing that, was by sitting back and being calm, being still, meditating about mm-hmm. God's goodness, and then how the blessings that I have have had to me, or blessings, good, bad, or indifferent, I can now bestow on others. And it gives me that wow. mindset that I can now do a lot more in a clear mind. It focuses me. Right. So now it's a part it's of my focused. practice every night and every day. I reflect on my That's day, important. I seek it for the next one, and, if, and I pray that if God blesses me and wakes me up, this is what I'm going to do. I'm on a mission every day. And I think everybody needs to have that mission every day to keep them energized about doing it. Now, don't get me wrong. My days could be bad, but at the end of the day, it can't ever be as bad as with some other people sitting in a funeral home. It's parents. So Absolutely. But you spoke it. <laughs> you spoke it. You spoke it, that's for sure. You know, um, when I was a flight attendant, I used to have people come on the airplane and you greet them. Hello, how are you? Welcome. Great morning. What's great about it? What's good about it? Well, I would always say you could be in the belly of the plane because we do that's care. Right. <laughs> right down there, too. Right. right. So, so, so now, 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 you grew up in Cleveland. We talked about the vision. That's, that's powerful, you know, being prepared, uh, giving you that opportunity to reflect and to know and, and being still, because you're right. You know, the times that we are in, um, it requires so much of us. And I, I was teasing with someone. I said, I refuse to give in to age and say I'm getting mm-hmm. older or oh, or whatever. My memory is, is short because of age. But honestly, I really feel that it is because we have so much coming at us. Um, mm-hmm. Several emails now. Yes. <laughs> you know, several overload. social media. All of that. Yep. Right, right, right. So, so, but what? Tell, tell us, because I know you say you sold um, your business and, and um, one of the businesses. But can can you just share with us a little bit about the different industries you've been a part of and the different businesses you've owned as well? Sure. Sure. So mm-hmm. my main business for seventeen years was a homeland security firm, and I and I used to be in the I used to be in the government doing foreign military sales, which is weapon selling to NATO. I was part of that. And so when I left the government, I opened up my own firm, and we grew that firm for 17 years. I was blessed to be able to sell last year. Uh, but I also own trucking companies, uh, nightclubs, two mm-hmm. nightclubs, a jazz supper club in Cleveland, one of the biggest ones in Cleveland, 2020 Martini Cafe and Lounge. The only reason we closed is when LeBron left. We knew the industry, again, thinking forecast, knowing that once he left, mm-hmm. we were going to experience mm-hmm. some difficulties. So we were ended up, we were blessed to be able to sell and be able to position ourselves, and then we opened up in Richmond. I currently own an independent adjusting firm, which is for insurance agents and catastrophe management, and then I also own a construction firm, a full-service project management construction firm in Raleigh and in Dallas. So, you know, my thing is 
I'm on to my next phase of my vision. And that phase mm-hmm. of my vision is now on the commercial market. I had a huge 17, almost 25 years of public uh, in the public marketplace. Now I'm moving and migrating in the commercial marketplace. And my whole goal is to, to employ people. My passion is being able to educate and employ those who nobody wants. We have extra vendor programs. Mm-hmm. We put people to work they, they, and inspire them. We get them cleared up and get them cleared to go in government. So I am excited to be in an industry where, you know, uh, second chances are forgiven and second chances can yes. make a difference. And I've always taught yes. that even though I was with a poly. My other phone was top secret and poly, and we still had ex-offenders in there. And we got a lot of controversy around that. But at the end of the day, I do believe that the people that I grew up with, they are workers. They do want to be empowered, and they can work. We just, a lot of people write them off, and they're not. And so I try to right. go back to my community. My um, supper club was a $2 million investment in Cleveland, and I hired all ex-offender and homeless people to run it. Mm. So mm. it's all about and they ran it well. They, they ran <laughs> right. Some of them got ran the heck out of there because they just didn't have the ethics <laughs> of working. See, I'm a firm believer. If I give you the opportunity, but then you need to step up to the plate. You got to understand right. when somebody is putting a blessing in your lap, then you execute. Right. But it, you know, we fought right. some. We hired 80 people, but I can tell you this: one of the homeless gentlemen that we had ended up running my place. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, well, you know, you don't have to just have to have people that are homeless or ex-offenders to have to fire them. We got people that oh, have no. not committed crimes. <laughs> but, you oh, know, no, you definitely no, no. Right question, <laughs> what, well, how are you operating? How have you lived this long, <laughs> this way? <laughs> you know, that's for sure. So, 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 you know, one of the things I, I really admire about you is several things, but um, the fact especially living in that D.C. area, um, the fact that you were in government contracting did extremely well. Uh, a lot yeah. of times people fall into that, that box, right, um, where if they, they do what you did, you had the government job, then you transition into owning your own firm, and then they get stuck right there. They never look outside to the corporate. Because I, I used to try to say, hey, what about going after this business? What about going? And they kind of get stuck. What would you say to those who are in the government contracting? Because they, they got to see some things are changing, how business oh, is being yeah, the done. Writing is all over the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta see it. Please see it. Hear the voice uh, that we're seeing now. What would you say to them as to why they really need to be open and, and stretch out and stretch themselves beyond just being in that box? Well, the one thing I would give them is that you know a lot of government contractors, because the government is the biggest you know, provider of services and or purchaser of services. Everybody flocks to them, and government contracting mm-hmm. is not for everybody. You, you really when when you're in, once you're in it, you gotta understand that if you don't have a blend between sixty forty possibly or seventy thirty mm-hmm. of commercial to public, public and private to private commercial work, that you really are gearing your business up for failure. Because the government, mm-hmm. because of the presidential you know switch over every four years, even if the same party stays in. Depending on where you're at in the government, like right now, if you have a defense contractor, you're about to make a ton of money under Donald Trump. I mean, people don't want to hear it, but it's true. He's going to put mm-hmm. money in that in that sector, and if you're not prepared to write proposals and generate 
solid teaming relationships and sub-relationships, it's going to be your fault that you don't make the money because it's there. Now, if you're on the civil mm-hmm. side where he's cutting, like State Department or some of the civil agencies, EPA, and you don't have an exit plan of how to now look at community-based or, um, or um, commercial activities that can actually sustain the hit that you're about to go through, then you might end up closing within two to three years. There's a lot of factors. And so one of the things that I recommend to small businesses, and we had it uh, for the last 10 years of my 17 years of my big business, was that you need somebody in a board of director advisory group that can help move and maneuver. My board of directors, my advisory group was made up of public and private. Uh, individuals, very high individuals, even a brigadier general was on my board. And so mm-hmm. it gave me insights that I couldn't necessarily interpret that I wasn't, you know, tapped in every day, but that's what we paid them for, was to give me those alerts to say, hey, by the way, Twyla, here's something coming up. Here's something coming up. Well, one of the big advices that I have to give small businesses, and this goes out, and I speak this to my sisters primarily, is that we don't want to pay for stuff sometimes. We get in a trap mm-hmm. where we think we can do it all ourselves. Learn that mm-hmm. spending money will make you money. If you don't mm-hmm. know how to do bookkeeping, then you better have a damn good bookkeeper and an accountant. If you are not mm-hmm. a lawyer, and if you are, you don't want to be your own lawyer. So you need to get a retainer with somebody that can you can utilize. These are things that are critical to business successes and failures. And you got to have them on board because you never know what might happen. And we had one lawsuit in all of our years, but it was a very critical one, and I had a team of four or five lawyers. But at the end of the day, you got to be prepared for what the unexpected might bring, and you got to pay for skill sets that you don't necessarily bring to the table. I'm an accountant by training. I went to school, I got masters. I know numbers. The one thing I'm not going to do is bring my own bookkeeper. I don't do that because I know that somebody else needs to be on that on that focus. Because as a leader, I need to be able to lead. I need to see vision, and I need to be coming up with executable models. I can't sit down there and wonder if my trial balance is in budget. Now I do review and I edit and I audit, but at the end of the right, day, right, like Oprah have to said, you need to sign your oh. own check. You need, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. those are some of the advices for businesses that are in the government. See the writing on the wall, you know. And if you're right. in the defense side, you should be doing an aggressive marketing plan right now to get in there. But you've got to start looking at commercial clients. Because the one thing the government will do, whether you got Democrat or Republican, it is going to be an upside, upside down, curvy market, depending on what agencies you support. It doesn't matter what Republican or Democrats in there. So you've got to have another steady base of revenue that's generated on the side, which could probably be more lucrative, and it will be. Because when the government is capping profits at 6 and 8%, you're getting 20% on the commercial side. So you can have less contracts on commercial and make more money than having a million-dollar contract in the federal. Wow. Now, that said, it, you, I'm telling you, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio. Our very special guest today is none other than the fabulous Miss Twyla Garrett, serial entrepreneur herself. Uh, she has uh, written books. Uh, she's a motivational speaker. As you could tell already, if you missed the first half of the show, you definitely got to listen to it again at WealthySistersRadio.com. Uh, uh, we're going to take a quick, quick break, come back, and I want to learn more about 
what you are doing now. What's your next phase? Because we heard you say that next phase of your life. Excited to learn about that. And also want to know about, uh, about your books as well. So we'll be right back after this very, very short break. Thank you so much for tuning in to Wealthy Sisters Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters with Deborah Hartnett. Are you aware that one out of three women veterans have suffered some form of sexual assault and or harassment, which oftentimes causes both physical and psychological injuries? Recent studies show that while post-traumatic stress disorder, known as PTSD, may be a diagnosis, it continues to be unrecognized by the VA and, importantly, remain untreated by the victims. Call Aaron Durden at 800-330-0234 to discuss whether or not you are entitled to veteran benefits. Call me at 800-330-0234. Three women are murdered every day. Around the world, at least one in three women has been or will be abused in her lifetime. It's time to change these statistics. Join Saving Promise, a national grassroots movement that's bringing about real change. Visit www.savingpromise.org to join our One Voice campaign and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Text My Promise to 20222 to make a $5 donation. We need your voice. Together we can live, thrive, and be free of domestic violence. We are live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. You know we're here on a mission, on a purpose. Most definitely, um, like you've heard on the previous spots there with the commercials, uh, our mission, one of our missions is to make sure that we assist, we bring awareness to uh, many, many um, of the concerns that we're having in um, our communities today. And most definitely, I encourage you to go to Saving Promise. Dot org. Uh, we have had uh, Ms. L.Y. Marlowe on the show uh, several times. She's been a, a, a partner of ours, and uh, she's doing incredible work in that space of um, domestic awareness, domestic domestic violence awareness. So, and, and definitely make a contribution to her uh, today and what she's doing. And you can text my promise, uh, saving promise at two. 022 uh, for sure there. We, again, like I said, are here with our special guest, uh, Miss Twyla Garrett, and <laughs> today we are going to be giving away, you want to stay tuned in, you're going to be giving away those three-day, that three-day, two-night getaway that I have. Yes, that does deserve a round of applause. Uh, we definitely are excited to be back here after our little short hiatus. I thought it was short, but it was a little over a year. Um, but um, I cannot say how grateful I am for everyone that reached out. That like, when are you bringing the show back? Uh, I, it, it helped us so much. You just don't know how it was inspiring. So I want you to know that I heard you and we are here, here with the dynamic uh, guests that we have on our show, like our guest today, Ms. Twyla Garrett, who has just shared with us some incredible things already about her life, um, about businesses that she's owned. And I understand, Twyla, that you have written a book. Uh, it's I cannot wait to, to have the opportunity yes. to hear more about it, my mother's words. Talk to us about that book. Well, you know, I, I mentioned a little briefly that I was taken away from my mom, and so uh, there's a whole mm-hmm. backstory behind that, abuse, uh, sexual abuse, uh, physical mm-hmm. abuse. I was stabbed. Um, 
it, it was, it's some interesting things about that. But my book is called My Mother's Words, How the Most Negative Influence Was My Most Positive Motivator. And the reason mm. I wrote this book, and it, it is not about a bash to my mom because she's deceased. She died um, May 19, uh, 2012, but it's a blessing because my yeah. mom, when I was taken away on the courthouse steps, my mom said to me, you won't amount to shit and you won't be anything and you'll be broke and, and pregnant and on welfare. And that was her last mm. word to me. She was so angry that the courts took me away from her that she just, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much said she would never talk to me again. And she went to her grave with that. So fast forward 28 years, she passed away. I got a call out of the blue uh, from a, a sibling's wife. Uh, I came to the hospital thinking that I could get a reunion. I tried all the years leading up to it, and it just wasn't going to happen. But when I got there, she was comatose. She died of cancer that had metastasized throughout her body. But those last mm-hmm. words, and this is one of the things, the reason I wrote this book, because it's, kind of, it's a motivational, it's self-development, self-help, but it's also a business savvy book. Because if I didn't have that blessing of a mother that, mm-hmm. you know, in her own way, she know and tried to think that she, and she did her best she could to love us, but unfortunately mm-hmm. it was abusive love. But her mm-hmm. blessing of telling me at the step that I wouldn't amount to anything fueled me to prove her wrong. And in every mm-hmm. facet of my life where I turn right and left, I always remembered those words. And it wasn't to spite her, but it was to say, Mom, look, I've done okay. And mm-hmm. the, the ironic thing about my mom being such a negative, uh, kind of a, you know, somewhat challenged mentally person, it was, you know, truly you got to see the light in everything that you think is bad could be good. God gave me that journey. I own, I own mm-hmm. that journey. I ain't afraid of that mm-hmm. journey. I'm not embarrassed by that mm-hmm. journey. So odd about it is the gentleman that had raped me, one of the guys that had raped me, came into my nightclub that I owned in Cleveland in 2009 and walked right up to me and said, do you remember me? Isn't that no. Right? He walked no. right to my face and said, do you remember me? And everything no. that I had flushed back to me being that little kid, and, and going wow. back to that craziness in that environment. But it didn't stop me. That too fueled me. And so many people take their challenges and use them as a crutch. My book is for you to say, don't use that as no damn crutch. That's your block. Right. Step on right. and get up. Step you on. Know, people tell me mm-hmm. all the time, Twyla, you sold out. You ain't in the community. No, I ain't sold out. I sold up. Mm-hmm. And if you think mm-hmm. I sold out, that's because you're not moving up. And my mm-hmm. mentality is I don't need to sell out because I go back to my community. I hire my people. I do what I need to do. But the thing is, you got to be able to step up. Don't worry about what mm-hmm. people think. I don't care. I give a rat's butt of what anybody thinks of Twilight Gator, except for Jesus mm-hmm. Christ and my daddy. Mm-hmm. And so at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, you have to be in that place mentally that you don't take these negative things that happen to you mm-hmm. and lean on mm-hmm. them and say, woe is me. You know, I don't mm-hmm, think mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. thank you, God, for that blessing. Even thank you for my mother, because I wouldn't be here without her. And it's so ironic right. is that I'm a product of her. I look just like her. And when I think about got it from my mom, my mom was a street husband, four kids, $80 a month in child support for my dad, and turned around and was a nurse. And she hustled to make sure. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, we got evicted a lot, and we were living in cars and trying to get dressed. And, you know, we had challenges, but I remember my mom. Enough before she ate 
I remember us getting that welfare, whatever, and doing what we needed to do. I remember her doing whatever she had to do to keep them lights on and keep the landlord happy. So, you know, mm-hmm. I saw my mom's hustle, and that hustle was in me. So I own it. I embrace it. It ain't about the negativity. It's about the blessing and the lesson God gave me, and that's what I want to spread in the book, My Mother's Words. Don't worry about your, you know, negativity. You know, you're still writing right. your story. I'm still writing my story, and my story won't right. be over until I lay my eyes closed for good, and then the obituary says this is what she's done. But I'm leaving a legacy, and I'm leaving a journey so somebody can say, damn, I can't believe she didn't put it. She put all this in the road path of what happened. And, and I and I can't wait to welcome my mom and see her again and have that conversation up in heaven and say, Mom, were you proud of me? Did, did I do did I mm-hmm. serve you well? Mm-hmm. Did I do good mm-hmm. for what you mm-hmm. thought I would do? So mm-hmm. I, I, I really that, employ that, people. That's amazing. Go, you 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 employ people. I'm sorry, go ahead. Say that. You employ no, people. No, and I welcome people to, you know, reach out to me. I'm gonna be doing a book tour. The book is coming out late this uh summer. Uh I'm gonna be mm-hmm. hopefully featured, I believe, on one of the broadcast spots or something of that nature about it. But it really is to motivate and then I'm gonna be doing an entrepreneurial boot camp throughout my city mm-hmm. that I have actually done business in. I'm coming back to Ohio, I'm gonna do something in Texas, I'm gonna do something in D C because I think it's not just about entrepreneurship being a business person, but entrepreneurial spirit that can help you be a better employee as well. Because everybody ain't right. an employer. And it's, right. it's, not the, it's not the cut. Everybody ain't cut by that cloth. And so you've got to be able to understand where you fit. Well, you know, and, and, and I love the title of your book because, you know, the assumption is that you're going to talk about, um, you know, the, what, what traditionally what someone would say, my mother said this or my mother encouraged me or my mother inspired me. But the way that you've been able to turn um, challenges into your success, you know, that cliche of turning lemons into lemonade uh, yep. is, is crucial. And especially today, you know, um, you know, it, it is, I think we have gotten soft um, um, mm-hmm. in, in, um, and, and, and next week we're going to talk about this with um, Dr. Tracy Lynn, who is another powerhouse uh, businesswoman. but talking about, I want to speak to women just just for a moment about that emotions because we are emotional beings and a lot of times we we allow those emotions and hearing some words like that from your mother or anyone um those emotions can can defeat us they can stop us Mm -hmm. can trap Mm -hmm. us how important because you obviously have control of your emotions you could not do what you're doing and be in that space with all those men uh, in, in the, the, mm-hmm. the security defense um, where you are. How important is it to control those emotions for women in order to be uh, to compete successfully in the marketplace? It's one of the number one features and characteristics you got to bring to the table. You got to check emotions and tears at the door. You can't mm-hmm. allow somebody's words to make you emotionally respond. The best negotiators will have no response at all in their facial expression because you mm-hmm. don't want somebody to have your upper hand. I tell people in business, if you haven't learned the game of poker and chess, then you don't really know how to operate business. You need to learn those skills because those skills about how to make the next move based on somebody else's position, how to think strategically, and how to check. I've been called everything. And look, I, I moved my office down here in North Carolina in December. And I was walking out of the mm-hmm. cupcake shop. 
and the man that I opened the door for me and called me the N word. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. I ain't seen, I ain't heard that in a long time. I was like, no, this is <laughs> they still you. And here this wife. This was this was 2016 December. Right. You hear me? Right. So, oh, I know. Oh, I know. That's what you said to yourself. Exactly. So I know you, that you. <laughs> you got to yeah. check your emotions at the door because you never mm-hmm. know who's watching. You never know who's mm-hmm. looking, and you also never know what position of power. There was a sister behind the counter, and the only thing I responded to the guy. So I would be kind of nervous to take, you know, a cupcake from the N word behind the counter if you're gonna think I'm the N word. <laughs> <laughs> And that brought, that white man turned around and ran the hell out that door so quick. And so it's all about That's what respond. you call quick on your feet. And you got to be. You got to be. And, and that's a product of my mom. I mean, my dad would tell you, she's just like her mother. She's just like her mother. But Quickly. Quick day, with it. Exactly. You got to be. But you got to be able to hold back tears and emotions because uh-huh. you've got the time when you get home to let it all out. That's why I said go right. back to that meditation, go back to that reading that Bible, go back to whatever your quiet space is. And some people get that when they walk through the door, they put the bag down, they want to go for a glass of wine, then that's the time you shed that tear. But you've got to mm-hmm. be able to know how that those tears give people ammunition of how to fire back at you. And they know mm-hmm. once they hit that weak spot, they will then attack. And you got to understand that. you got to control, especially if you're going to dance with the big boys. If you're going to dance with the right. boys, and I say big boys because the spaces that I've chose is mostly male-dominated. Every industry right. on in construction, right. construction <laughs> adjustment, adjusting, nightclubs, <laughs> trucking. It's all testosterone <laughs> and it's all dudes, okay? you got to keep yeah. it And you yeah. got to check it. you got to check yeah. it. And so... It's key in any business, so you don't want to show your weakness because once you do, mm-hmm. they're going to bring that as a crutch to you. And, and, mm-hmm. and not that tears are a weakness, but if that's the way you cope, if you are one of those individuals, and I had employees like that, that as soon as I said something that wasn't positive, it might be constructive, they start tearing up. And I used to mm-hmm. tell them, you got to learn how to, well, you have to learn how to control that because the tears are mm-hmm. not going to change the way that I'm going to deliver what I'm about to tell you. Mm. And if it's not going to oh. change the way I'm delivering what I'm telling you, you know, then you're really going to be falling by the time I'm done. It's not going to help Ooh. you in the situation. You know, because um, I, 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 we have this conversation often, um, you know, uh, in, in the business space that I'm in, how you say or what you say, and people spend more time on what you say or how you say it than the intent. You know, the intent, if you didn't really care about that person, if you're a passionate person, sometimes it is just going to come out like that because there's no other way to say it. You don't have time to sit there and try to develop several ways that you can deliver it for fear of someone crying, you know. Exactly, exactly. And for me, I have been a very transparent I. People know and feel if I'm disappointed, if I'm happy, because right. I think it, instead of having all the BS conversation of let's try to stroke somebody's right. ego, I stroke your right. ego by saying job well done. You know, in my my leadership style is this: if I give you an assignment, I tell you what the end result is, and I let you execute. I'm not going to do an ABC. If you need an ABC mm-hmm. type of leader or manager, I'm not that person. You don't want to work mm-hmm. with me because as soon as I have mm-hmm. to come micromanage you. Then not only mm-hmm. 
Because if I'm mm-hmm, micromanaging mm-hmm. you, that means I'm doing most of the damn work, and that's not a good mm-hmm. thing. And so that's not a good thing. You have to know. You can't have yeah, all those have businesses if you're doing the work all of and all exactly. of them like Why that. Why am I paying you if I'm doing the work? I mean, so right. I look for people who are creative thinkers, critical thinkers, communicators, and problem solvers. I don't care how mm-hmm. you get there. As long as you can mm-hmm. tell me how we got there and it's justifiable and legal, then we're good. And and so mm-hmm. those are – and I've had people who took the wrong path, and we ended up in issues. But at the end of the day, those issues were a blessing. So you just got to mm-hmm. understand, I don't see every negative as a negative. I see it, okay, here's a mm-hmm. challenge. Now how do I get in the mm-hmm. back and stop it? And if it doesn't come That's out it. and we smell like roses, now how do I mitigate it? And how do I detail my story? You know, and, and because – I've had every situation that can happen, from legal to successes mm-hmm. to black enterprise. I've done it. So if you mm-hmm. want to know what the, the things are, I'm an open book now to people, and I think that's my next phase. Other than the two companies that I run, my goal is to get out there and kind of inspire our sisters a little bit more about, all right, these are lessons learned. That's going to be a book that I'm going to do in the in the future, probably next year. Mm-hmm. Here's all my failures, and this is what I learned from them, and this is what you can take away from it. Because everybody talks about what they've done well, but nobody wants to tell you. Right. Themselves. Talk about I'm the like, my now, and were my blessings. Talk about it, and and the time, I'm telling you, you are going to have to come back. Time is going by so fast. This time really uh, is bolting by. But in just just a few seconds, if you could just share with us one of your greatest failures, um, and I don't like to call them failures. I say challenges or errors in judgment because when we know better, we do better. But what would you say your greatest lesson that you have learned from one of your greatest challenges in business would be? It it was actually, you know, the trust you have in your client. I had a, a client mm. for nine years that was amazing. He went to a city and uh, called us up and said, hey, we need your skill sets here. We put some people on the job. And, and not really doing due diligence, thinking it was the same client mm-hmm. we had for nine years, now in a different environment, not realizing that that different environment changed him. Within mm-hmm. uh, two years, our company, our employee gets indicted, our company gets indicted, we get indicted over a lie from that client. Mm-hmm. And the biggest lesson that I learned is that when you put people out of their comfort zone and take them into other environments, they're going to do whatever it takes to survive. And it was so disappointing to see that the client mm-hmm. lied in order to save mm-hmm. himself that our company and mm-hmm. our, you know, our insurance had to come in and settle a deal that wasn't necessarily any of our fault. And I, mm-hmm. I went back and I thought about that, but here's the ironic thing about that. This also tested my client. I had clients calling me all over saying, there's no way we believe in any of this. We've been working for you. And we ended up winning a $25 million five-year contract in the midst of a lawsuit because mm. everybody, you know what I'm saying? This is what I'm talking about. It's all about the blessing because we stood up for what we wanted. We found out a couple of things. We found out people settled. Then they shouldn't say no, and we find out, you know, mm-hmm. we find out a lot of things in that process, but I think you need to make sure that the relationships you have both with employees and clients, they evolve and they change. And I think one of the, the things we didn't do well is that we failed to um, look at that and acknowledge mm-hmm. it. And so now mm-hmm. we think a little differently. We do a touch point back with all of our clients. I've fired clients because I knew that five years ago they were great, but now they seem a little risky. Let's get out of that. So, 
You right. know, it's kind of now I learned my lesson from that one mistake, and it literally has brought in a lot more blessings. Wow, that's spectacular. You know, uh, if you're tuning in to us right now, this is Wealthy Sisters Radio. We are here with Twyla Garrett, and we're getting ready to most definitely uh, give away that three-day, two-night getaway, as I promised. So I want you, if you're listening online, you need to dial 929-477-1798. We are going to give that away. Just going to take a quick, quick, quick break. Be right back. And, uh, I'll just close out with our very special guest today. And I promise, I promise, I have that gift for you here live on Wealthy Sisters Radio. DHerbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The Full Body Cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com We're back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Excited to be here. Uh, You definitely, definitely can catch us every 11 a.m., Eastern Standard Time, right here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Uh, you definitely can catch all of our shows on demand at iTunes, uh, also at WealthySistersRadio.com. So as I promised, we are going to give away that three-day, two-night getaway. Uh, I want you to call in right now. you got to dial in right now, 929-477-1798, 929-477-1798. In a few minutes, in a few minutes, I'm going to tell you to press one. The first one that presses one, I can see it. I can see it here. Oh, the lies are packing out, Twyla. Oh, they want that getaway. They do. They do. I want it too. You want it too? (laughs) Most definitely. Most definitely. In a few minutes, I'm going to tell you to press one. And the first one that I see pops up that has one by their name uh, is the winner. So, but Twyla, uh, most definitely, it has been uh, a privilege having you you here on our, our show, and I thank you so much for being willing to come back and uh, even to to have a workshop. You know, I did produce the Winter Summit uh, Professional Women's Conference, and um, I, I definitely got a, that's where I really got a chance to meet uh, our mutual friend, Miss L. Denise Jackson, who I definitely have to give yes. props for making this connection. She's the one that shared. She talked about you. Oh, you got to meet her. She is this. She is that. I was like, oh, I can't wait to meet And then walked into that uh, CBC a couple of years ago, and there you were on the panel. I was like, oh, my gosh. Now I see why and what El Denise was talking about. So uh, most definitely we're going to have to plan to do something live. Uh, with you there as well, but um, if you wouldn't mind, just just what would you like to leave our audience with? Uh, we got about sixty seconds, uh, and then I want you to give all your contact information so that they can stay in contact with you and uh, be aware of what's happening with your book tour there. Absolutely. So the nugget that I want to leave behind is planning. So even though we don't like mm-hmm. writing down a lot of things. In order for Mm -hmm. you to be able to do accountability and checkpoints, you've got to be accountable to yourself. 
So take this mm-hmm. opportunity, take the next couple of days, make a small strategic plan. My first business plan was two paragraphs, and that was a business mm. that went through the roof in millions of dollars. So mm. you've got to take the time to sit down and do one for personal and do one for business. Figure out mm-hmm. what you want to do in the short term in the next three, six months, year, and then three years, five years. And remember, this is a living document. You can go back and edit, change, but you've got to have something to yes. give yourself to. You've got to have something that you can go back and say, mm, I missed the mark totally. I haven't even started this project. Make it in a priority. But you've got to do some soul searching and figuring out what is that next moment. And then another thing you've yes. got to do is reach out to those who do it well and find out if they're willing to mentor you. I get people calling me all the time, and I am very accessible, very, very much uh, the person that wants to help businesses grow and people to grow personally. And keep in mind, your failures, your challenges, your circumstances could be your best blessing if you flip your mindset around and stop thinking Mm. in the negative and thinking in the now. Thinking in the now Mm. and thinking in the blessing, that is going to get you so much farther than trying to figure out, oh, woe is me, why did something like this happen? Everything happens for a reason. You just got to understand the motive behind the reason and how is it going to benefit. So those are the nuggets that I leave. My contact information, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter, Twyla Garrett. Uh, MyMother'sWords.com is where the book is going to do a pre-release. And maybe I'll come back and do a uh, pre-release or a pre-reading about the book on your show. That way I'll give that along with the two-day business boot camp away as well for someone to come to my business boot camp in D.C. and sit down with me and we can strategize about how we move. The other thing that I do, I am an angel investor, so you can pitch me and let me know what your interests are. And if it's something of interest, I definitely am a Uh-oh. business owner. So I believe in that and when I know that there's an opportunity. So uh, those are the Absolutely. things I would love. Uh, my number, you can reach me at or go through my assistance, which is Melissa Turner, and she's at 202-386-6321. That's 202-386-6321. You can go to her for any speaking engagements. I love to get out in the community, talk to the kids, so if there's anything that people would love for me to come talk to the young ladies or the guys or a combination group, I would love to be part of that. And I thank you. I thank you, my sister, for the opportunity uh, and the blessings that you gave me this morning just to share a story. Well, thank you so much. And now, right now, I need everybody to press one, press one, so that you can win. Press we can one, win. Now. We can press have one. it. Press one. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, most definitely, I am. I see. We got a winner right here. We got a winner. Two zero two seven four four area code. Two zero two seven four four. State the name of where you're calling from. That's DC, baby. That's DC. That's DC. Hello. What's your name? You ain't gonna believe this. This is Elderly. Oh. <laughs> oh no! So, so this is the thing. I don't want anybody to think that this is rigged. So take the next person after me. Okay, okay, okay. All right, we'll get the next person. Four one zero two zero six. Four one zero two zero six. Quickly state your name. Four one. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. What's your name? Karen Attaway. Karen Attaway. Karen Attaway. Congratulations. Congratulations. You have won. You're back on the air. I've been. I was just so shocked when I saw the email and said, "Oh, that's Uh, Annette (laughs) Bass." 
Well, congratulations, Karen. We're definitely going to call you at this number, 410-206, so that we can get okay. your address and get this three-day, two-night getaway to you. Sharon, Sharon. 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 Sharon, yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. Sharon, hey, sis. <laughs> <laughs> forgive me, forgive me. Well, I got your number, and we're going to make okay. sure we give you a call right after the show. But once again, Fantastic. I want to thank oh, everybody for tuning in. Excellent, Thank excellent. Thank you for tuning in. And, you know, we'll be here next week with the phenomenal, phenomenal Dr. Tracy Lynn. Thank you so much for all that you do. We appreciate you uh, and everything. And, you know, send us messages. Let us know, you know, what, you know, if you have other people you like to see on the show, inbox us. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Wealthy Sisters Radio. Wealthy Sisters Com. Once again, thank you so much, and continue to have a winning day. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host, staff, or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio. The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host, staff, or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio.